hydrate yourself. I say this to all my clients, from gym goers to athletes. The reason is because optimal and adequate hydration are important, yet underrated aspects of nutrition that are very fixable with honestly a potential large upswing in terms of a positive reward if you address it. And that is why I want you to be able to optimize your hydration, especially in summer. This topic was inspired by honestly the current heat wave that we experience here in Brisbane, here in Australia. And I want to help more of you stay hydrated because I understand that it's something that's very important, especially if you're an active individual, an athlete, especially if you're working out in the heat because a hydrated body does more, a hydrated person lives better, a hydrated life is a happier life. Time to hydrate yourself better. Let's get right into it. Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Welcome back to the Reach Your Peak podcast experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian and nutritionist. And today we are talking three ways to drink more water and optimize hydration in the heat of the summer. Okay, because if you're not in summer right now, well, you eventually will be. And this will be applicable. Although you can use these tips. So keep in mind, these tips can be universally used. It's not just ooh, summertime. It's more so designed towards summer when people might be struggling to eat, drink more or, or need to be drinking more, but their, their usual habits are holding them back. So it's a way to kind of optimize what you might already been doing to make it a bit more effective for you, if that makes sense. So yeah, let's get right into it. So three ways that you can drink more water and help yourself hydrate. So the first one is probably one of my most favorite ones to use, and people get surprised when I tell them this. And keep in mind, when I'm using certain um, words and stuff like that, I'm using from how we call it here in Australia. It might be different to where you're from, so I'll explain what the, what it is and you'll kind of put a two and two together. So yeah, the first one is using sugar-free cordial to add some flavor to your water. So to give you context, cordial here in Australia is a concentrated form of sweetened drink with a certain flavor. So let's say you get your your red cordial, which might be raspberry flavor, your green might be lime, all that sort of stuff. Then what you do is you put a little bit in and then you put the rest of it to be water. So it's like the concentrated drink that you fill up with rest of your water. So for example, it's similar, I believe, to what maybe Kool-Aid is in the States and there's all different variations around the world. So that's what I'm talking about. It's a concentrated form of a drink where you put it at the bottom of the glass and then you fill the rest up with water or in the bottle, whatever it may be, and then you've got yourself a flavored drink. It's basically to add flavor. That's what it comes down to. And I know there's all different variations. Uh, in Europe, when I was there with family, I remember there was variations of it. So it's it's an it's a universal thing. I just don't know if you call it cordial, but I just want to explain it so you understand what, what on earth I am talking about. So use a sugar-free cordial or drink concentrate to add flavor to your water without adding extra sugar for the sake of it. Now, what this does is it reduces flavor fatigue, which is something we use in the sports nutrition space to explain when you overuse a certain flavor and you just can't 
consume it anymore without it being a bit of a barrier. Now you could make you could make the argument like water flavor fatigue. I mean, it's, it's water. It's it's a hardly a flavor. What it comes down to is sometimes, especially if you're not drinking enough in the first place, when it gets hot, you really want to be drinking more or at least consistently. And adding a bit of flavor will make you want to drink more. Okay, so especially if you keep it at a, at a cool temperature, you're gonna you're gonna drink more. It's just it's just the way it is. We like drinking things with flavor more than we like drinking water. Generally speaking, okay, ninety nine percent probably of, a, of the human race would be of, would be like that. So yeah, using that would be saying you can do. Now, if you want to say a bit more sports focused, you could also use the sugar free sports drinks because they'll give you obviously flavor. They'll give you the water and they'll give you a little bit of electrolytes and stuff like that, which can obviously help with retention of fluids. So it helps with overall hydration from a very specific sports nutrition point of view, quote unquote. So that's something you can use as well. I know Powerade has the Powerade Zero and then you've got the Powerade Waters and all that sort of stuff. So sugar-free sports drinks can be used as well. The point here is you're adding flavor to water to promote the drinking of water. Simple. That's why it's my favorite one to recommend. And the second one is the use of slushies, slurpees, ices, whatever you want to call it. It's basically, you know, drinks with the icicles in it, the little bits and pieces of ice. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. So with that one, it, the premise here is obviously if you can get sugar-free as well, because I'm really talking from the context of hydration here. You could make the arguments, you know, that you might need carbohydrates with your hydration if you're in a sport and stuff like that. But that's not, not what I'm talking about here. I'm just talking about for sheer hydration during the heat, using something like a sugar-free slushy or slurpy or icy if you can, would be a good idea because you're not getting any extra calories and carbohydrates for the sake of it, especially from sugar, but you're getting all the flavor with the coolness of the slushy. So what the purpose here is, is kind of like the first point, but taking it to a second degree by going, okay, it's very hot. We need to also cool the temperature and perception of exertion in us. So we use these slushies. That's what it comes down to. And because it's very icy and a different way of drinking it, you're going to be able to maybe promote yourself to be able to drink more. And you can do a combination of these things, a little bit of normal water, a little bit of cordial, a little bit of ices, all that sort of stuff can build up. So towards a overall consumption of hydration, that is adequate. And that's the name of the game here. And that's what this podcast episode is about. So yeah, you can use slushies and that sort of stuff to help cool you simultaneously hydrate you. And then finally, the third one I want to share is a bit of a, it's a bit of a kind of adjusted one, so to speak, but it's, it's a good one. It's one I like to use. It's understanding that coffee and tea do contribute to your hydration, but that coffee and tea may not feel hydrating and, and might not really feel like something you want to drink too much when it's hot. So what you're going to do instead is you're going to make your coffee and your tea into iced versions of that. So iced coffee and iced tea. Now, I'm not saying iced coffee and iced tea as in like the really high fat, high sugar commercial versions you can get which technically any fluids is going to give you some hydration, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about making your coffee into a nice coffee or getting one of those kind of quote unquote proper iced coffees, okay? And and quote unquote like, you know, your teas that have been cooled and, and you can sweeten it with certain things if you'd like, obviously, but making those into a cooler version, maybe even like popping in one of those tea, you might've seen the tea infusions. Like for example, I don't know if Lipton does it. I know that Twinings, I believe does it. Uh, these are tea brands and essentially you can pop that into your cool water bottle and it'll flavor it. So think about using, making it into coffee, an iced coffee, tea into an iced tea 
And that's how you can promote more hydration with a different flavor, especially, this is especially for those who happen to drink coffee and tea. And you just want to capitalize on that already to really boost what you're already doing. That's what it comes down to. So that, that's free strategies that can really kind of use, you know, there's other things you can use, obviously, and you can use a combination of all of these, obviously, to help you boost it even more. But you just want to understand, you know, first of all, most, can you maybe use like a sugar-free cordial or something like that? Secondly, can you use like an icy or slushy, something that has a bit of a more cooling factor? And thirdly, can you maybe turn the coffee and the tea you're drinking into a iced version, a cool version to promote more consumption during the heat of the summer or any given heat, really? So yeah, I want you to try those out. Maybe pick one to start with, maybe two. You can do all three, of course. <laughs> it's up to you. But yeah, choose one and just implement it and see how you go. If my recommendation would probably be try the cordial because it's an easy way. You just buy a bottle of sugar-free cordial, have it there in your house, and you just put a little bit for flavor to promote that extra bit of something-something when you're towards the end of the day maybe and you know you need to hydrate more and go from there. So yeah, I hope this episode has helped you give you some actionable tips and strategies you can start implementing. So let me know, send me a message on Instagram or email and let me know if this podcast has helped you. And obviously share this with anyone that you feel would be you know, helped through this as well. So if you know someone that this would help, share this podcast, let them know about it. Let's spread the word and help more people through, through the, the podcast here. And of course, if you enjoy what you listen to today, if you enjoy my podcast in general, and if you're, you know, if you're a regular listener, I'll be really appreciative if you can, you know, go to Apple Podcasts and just leave me a five-star review. Let me know how it's helped you. Let others know why it's a good podcast. And if you're on Spotify, I'm saying you can just leave there a rating, okay, five-star rating there. So yeah, any, any little bit helps the podcast grow and become bigger and help more people such as yourself. So yeah, but until next time, you know, Stay classy as always and hope you do well. I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. And of course, if you enjoyed today's podcast, remember to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay